Welcome to Willard Library Unbound. Our goal is to take you behind the scenes of Willard Library. While we are still a library with books and all the things that people come to expect when they walk in the door, we recognize that the world is becoming more and more digitally focused. We want you to know that we are right there in step with that. On this podcast, we're going to give you a chance to get to know the staff who work hard to keep you connected. We'll make recommendations and open it up to listeners so that they can share their recommendations, things that they like to read, things that they are listening to, services they're using. Also, we're going to share all the new things that are happening at Willard and sometimes library in general. Enjoy the podcast. This week on Willard Library Unbound, We're going to have a little bit of a different format. It's going to be a lot more pared down. I haven't been able to get into all the cool recording things that I normally use because I, like many people, including Alicia, have lost power at my house and I'm able to come into the library and use a couple of the things here. But um, mainly, this is just going to be one for information about our reopening and about our summer program. So this is really just what to expect this summer at the library. And it'll just be me talking to Kathy Lucas, who is our library director, and Tanisha Dungy, who is our head of children's librarian. So there's a lot of information, so I think we should just get to it. All right. So I'm here with Kathy Lucas, and she's going to talk a little bit about our big reopening plan. As complicated as it is, we're going to try to make it simple, right? Absolutely. How are you doing, Kathy? I'm doing great. How are you, Amy? I'm doing well. I know you've had a whirlwind week. Um, We're in week two of now knowing that we're going to, when we're going to be opening, at least as far as what? We're going to start with, I'll let you. We're going to start with curbside, and, and I guess I'd like to just start with how grateful we are for the public that we serve, and we are really looking forward to uh, reconnecting with people personally. And while we aren't open yet, and haven't set a date for that, um, we are starting curbside service, and so we're looking forward to seeing our guests yes. um, curbside. I know people have been craving books and we're just, are we doing all materials? What kind of materials will we be able to? Um, yep, any materials that, that a hold can be placed on, we are okay. uh, making available curbside. Okay, so. so books and DVDs, as long as they're not brand new, right? Because right. they can't, you can't put a hold on new ones. So. Exactly. Exactly. And CDs, we still have some of those. Yeah. And things for kids, like the, the leap pads. The tablets. Or what do we have? And, um, yeah. So, yeah, and really anything that you could have placed a hold on before, you would be able to place a hold on and receive curbside okay. uh, through, through the new program. Uh, and then, I don't know if you want to get into this, but it's kind of nice to know how, there are different ways of putting things on hold, right? Right. Um, so one of the ways that, um, that anyone can place a hold would be logging into their account at willardlibrary.org on the website. And the catalog is available through the website. And then once someone is logged in, they have the ability to place a hold. They can also contact us at um, 968-8166, extension 513, and talk with one of our reference librarians who can assist them in identifying materials as Mm -hmm. well as um, uh, placing a hold if they know a specific item. They can also log into their Willard app 
um, yes. which works very similarly to the website, but they can do that right from their phone. That would be my favorite way to do it. Yes, you're and I think <laughs> you're not alone in that. <laughs> right. um, we're um, so excited to, to ha yes. be able to offer that option. It really, one day I just want to really get into that whole, because that's really a cool thing to have. I mean, it can do so many things. Even when we're, you know, open, it's just amazing. Yeah. But I'll leave that alone. I think I'm too excited <laughs> about that. But um, can you talk a little bit about, a lot of people got digital, or is it what we're calling it, digital cards because uh -huh. they could not come in. Maybe they didn't have a card, be a library card before, right. but they were able to get a type of card. But will that work with curbside? So um, the, the digital, uh, when someone creating an account, uh, let me go back just one mm -hmm. step. Um, and indicate that um, someone can also place a hold by emailing the info desk at willardlibrary.org. So there are multiple ways that, that people can place holds um, by calling, by logging in, or by emailing us. So, okay. um, so if someone created a card online, the, the card will still allow them to check out uh, digital materials, okay. um, audiobooks, ebooks, magazines, movies. Um, through both the Hoopla and the um, Overdrive app, as well as um, RB Digital, which is their magazine app, right. and the um, and the music app, which is Freeble. Mm -hmm. um, so um, the the card that they created still provides them with the ability to do that. Um, if they are interested in, in um, checking out physical materials, that card would still need to be converted to a regular card before we could do that. And that won't, uh, unfortunately we don't have the ability to do that before we reopen um, in, at reduced occupancies. Right. Okay, so there, that answers that question. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else do we need to know about opening? Sure, so one of the things um, is that, uh, to make sure that everybody knows that curbside is available both downtown at Willard at 7 West Van Buren and it's also available at our branch, which is 36 Mingus Creek Drive. And what happens when someone places a hold is that we notify you when your hold is ready, and then you go to the location where you've placed the hold. So when you place a hold, you identify where you want to pick it up. When you arrive, um, you will there will be signs outside and um, you will drive your vehicle up to those sides, uh, signs in front of both locations. You'll identify yourself, but we ask people to remain in their vehicles, um, and you'll roll down your back window. We want to minimize any uh, physical contact, and we want to reduce um, any possibility of transmission. Um, and so if you will roll down your back window, we will place a bag of books in there that you've, uh, <laughs> that you've placed on hold. <laughs> and then, um, uh, but if you need assistance or um, accommodations or you're walking up um, or you're riding a bicycle, um, then you need to let us know that when you call so we can make uh, accommodations for that. Uh, and those would be um, placed in a, uh, in a specific area that's right. identified. And so you're going to want to call a minute before you get something like that before you get to the right curb. so people need to call us when they arrive so that we know that you are there right. and then we'll, we will bring materials out right. uh, based on the, the space you're in so mm -hmm. 
um, if you're not up to those first labeled spaces, you know, just give us a call when you when you get to those and let us know what space you're in. Right. Yeah, we need to know you're there. You yes. might not be looking out the door right at that moment. So right. We need to know you're there. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Running around. Um, I know we'll be busy finding books, putting books, you know, things like that. So. And we are so excited to do that. I mean, one of the things that I, um, I mean, staff have worked, um, done amazing work during the closure. It's not Willard Library didn't close down. Right. Uh, we just, the kinds of services and the, the way we provided them was different. Mm -hmm. Whether it was virtual programming or whether it was... Um, answering uh, reference questions or whether mm -hmm. it was creating resources. Our staff were working hard. This yeah. week alone, we've checked in almost 9,000 items that have been quarantined. Oh, man. Um, and all of the materials will be quarantined for 72 hours once they are received yes. uh, before we cattle or before we check them in or make right. them available to the public. So. And we probably should tell them how we want them to bring materials back. Yes. That's so, a little different. Um, so Maybe. the um, materials can still be placed in the drop boxes, mm -hmm. um, and uh, staff then quarantine those materials once they arrive, and then those are checked in 72 hours later. So fines, um, during that period of time, um, we are fine-free until July 15. Okay. Uh, we understand that that's, um, uh, that, you know, that's a difficult process in terms of turning around materials yep. during this period so um, you know that gives people a little bit more room to do that the other thing I should probably mention is curbside we have some modified hours so oh, curbside right. is available at both locations Monday through Saturday 10 to 4 um, and that begins Monday um, June 15 this coming Monday oh, so it's curbside baby yeah, <laughs> We're Monday, coming. Yeah. so the Davis will be heard We'll be doing it. Yes. So. And then um, I know that I want to make sure that this is stressed. We aren't taking materials at the curb from you. If you want to return materials, they need to go in the drop boxes. Yes. Thank you for clarifying that. Absolutely. So the return materials is the same that it's always been, other than people obviously can't return them inside the buildings. Mm -hmm. But um, we would ask that those are returned in the, the uh, book drops. And right. the reason that we do that is we want to make sure that they are quarantined um, before staff are handling those. Yes. And so before the public is, it, before it's recirculated. Right. Yeah. The, um, and even, um, whereas before we didn't want people putting like the media type of things in there, we're going to say, just do it, just go ahead. Yes, yeah. and especially, I mean, as long as it fits. And if it <laughs> doesn't fit, you know, keep it, mm -hmm. and then uh, until we actually are physically, have physically opened the building. Right. Um, so we will, uh, and we anticipate that that will happen sometime in July. Um, both the Library of Michigan and the Michigan Library Association have advised us that um, they're anticipating another executive order specifically for libraries, and um, so we're, um, like other libraries across the state, uh, we've been advised to to uh, ramp up slowly and okay. ensure all the protocols are in place to protect the public and to protect our staff. Mm -hmm. uh, libraries are gathering places, which we love, yes. but unfortunately during this period of time, that's a challenge, and we want mm -hmm. to um, ensure that... Uh, that everybody is is protected, right? So, and when people return, Willard and, and we'll look somewhat different. We have, um, in terms of 
how uh, the sanitizing uh, procedures, but also just in terms of physical distancing within the building and um, in terms of point of contact shields and, and things that we're beginning to see in other businesses as well uh, because we have a strong commitment to doing our best to ensure that we keep everybody safe right. as, as possible. Yes, we are all in here running around in our masks and exactly. uh, trying to keep out of each other's spaces as much as possible. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And hand washing, hand washing, hand It hasn't changed. Hand washing. That's right. <laughs> Still, we started with that and we will end with that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and there will be some different things. Like we don't know what the executive orders will require at the mm -hmm. point we reopen. And at that point, we will. Uh, ensure that there is messaging in the lobbies as people enter mm -hmm. so that uh, we comply with those uh, those orders but but also uh, as as well as public health guidance so yeah. we're not sure what that looks like at this point well it'll it'll come yes it will it will yeah okay do you think there's anything else we need to know did I I don't skip over things. I don't think so. You know, we've been busy preparing the physical uh -huh. facilities and sanitizing those and training staff mm -hmm. on uh, critical procedures and to ensure the safety and health of our guests. And we will have increased cleanings. And yes. uh, so we've we are, are taking all uh, all measures that have been mm -hmm. advised and uh, by OSHA and by my OSHA. Yeah. And by OSHA and so. <laughs> Um, but we are just so um, grateful to be back. Yes. And we are so excited um, to be able to offer this service and to be able to, to connect with the public in a different way. And yes. uh, so. I just love how we've adapted. You know, at each juncture, I hate that word juncture. <laughs> each, you know, each time we there was a little hurdle put in front of us, okay, well, let's just uh, step, either go to the side of that or step over it and do something different. People and, have been extremely yeah. adaptable and flexible, and I think so. Creative, yeah. uh, really creative. Some of the things that uh -huh. that uh, our staff have come up with. Yeah. So, um, I think this this whole a lot of people in the country and maybe the world. I'm not outside in the big world, so I don't know. But I mean, I think I feel like people have just been really stepping up and doing things differently in general, exactly. and just trying to find a new way to operate and connect. And we we have you know people have been so thoughtful and the calls and mm -hmm. the um, the Facebook comments and the yeah. uh, being thoughtful of each other and um, it's just um, there's no place I'd rather be than here at the library working with our guests. I agree. It's it's yeah. really invigorating and it's mm -hmm. um, uh, it, I am it is just wonderful to be part of an organization that is uh, about. Um, making the community a better place. Yes. And mm -hmm. really helping people. And so I'm excited about that. Yeah. I'm excited about, about reopening and, and mm -hmm. seeing everyone. So. Yeah, we'll start slow and we'll get there. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Well, so. thanks a lot. It was really nice talking to you. Thank you, Amy. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate the opportunity to share our information with our guests and, mm -hmm. and to uh, make sure that they... Um, that they have a, a that, that we share with them where we are on this journey. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, all right. Okay, all right. Thank thanks you. a lot.
We're back, and I'm speaking with Tanisha Dungy. How are you? This has been a crazy week. It has been. Suddenly, we're going to be open, and all the plans have to be kind of adjusted for everything, right? Right. (laughs) And then we have this big storm. Yeah, where we can't get down our streets. Yes, my in-laws are trapped in their driveway. They literally, they have a, a down the line and a tree across their driveway. Wow. So not allowed to leave. <laughs> it's nuts. It is. But still, the library must go on, right? It must go on. <laughs> so, what is happening this summer? Has anything changed or, I, I don't know, I can't keep up. Oh my gosh, so much has changed. You know, I want to go back to actually January when we found out that the theme for this summer was going to be Imagine Your Story with a focus on fantasy and fables and folktales. And we were so creative and we thought outside of the box and we planned so much in-person programming. And, you know... At the beginning, we thought that COVID would be kind of a phase, you know, and we would be back in person maybe by spring break, but that didn't happen. No, yeah, we all did. Okay, a couple of weeks, maybe three. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, as the stay-at-home order continued to get extended, I finally just decided that we have to do everything virtual. So all of our programs are going to be streamed on Facebook Live And you'll be able to see some of them on our website and our YouTube page. Yeah, okay. So similar to what we've been doing, just going to keep on that tack. Well, in the beginning, it was just Miss Alicia and myself. But now that we have more friends to help us out, we have Miss Beth, Miss Angela, Miss Stephanie, Miss Nicole, and Miss Courtney are also doing programming. So that is very helpful. And I am greatly appreciated that they are on board with us now. Yeah, I looked on, uh, I got on our website and it was just one banner after another. I'm like, wow, this is packed. This is so much. <laughs> well, we wanted to give people options and things for all age groups. So right. we knew that we had to diversify it from what we were doing previously. So I'm happy that we're, you know, giving something for everyone. Yeah, so can, okay, let's start with... Um, just we'll go by the youngest to the oldest, like age wise. Okay. Obviously, that's age wise. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> we'll go with uh, the children's. Like, let's start like the little ones, really little ones. Yes. What's going on with them? Well, if someone has been to one of our baby times, Beth has taken it on to the internet and she shows you how to play with your child. And she has so many fun songs and she incorporates stories. So that would be something that she does on Thursdays at 11 a.m. And they are amazing. And that's for me yeah. to two years old. So it's it's like a Facebook Live and you just watch with your baby or your little toddler, right? And do the activities that Beth do the activities. doing. Yes. Yeah. So it's Not everybody... I know I needed a lot of uh, help in that department when I was, when I had little ones. I didn't know the first thing. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with these kids. <laughs> yes, yes. Miss Beth is really great about incorporating those early literacy skills. So if you want something to help prepare your baby to read, those are great things to do. And then we get into what's next, preschool? Or are we kind of in the same area with that? Kind of in the same area, 
But, you know, I think for preschoolers, the bedtime stories with Miss Angela, they are awesome. She has some great stories prepared to read to you all and help you fall asleep and relax before bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Like with my with my kids, and it's always going to come back to my kids, just so you know. Okay. But <laughs> we didn't have we did not have bedtime. We had story time. Oh. And so my kids never felt like they were going to be put aside for the night. You know what I mean? Yes. Remember being a kid and you hated going to bed. Yes. Like I'm not tired. I don't have to. You know all this stuff, and you felt like you're being banished to your room. Right. So the adults could have fun or whatever it was they did. I don't know. But so my kids always had story time and I loved that time of night. Well, honestly, because I got to finally relax. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it was so nice just sitting down with them and reading a story and they loved the stories. They got to pick up when they're old enough. Yeah, they loved it. But okay, so you got that. They do their bedtime stories and then we have older kids. Yes. So getting, <laughs> we have we're growing. Yes. So, oh, my gosh. On June 8th, I know this is, you know, it already happened, but we had Cameron Zavara. He was an amazing magician. He mm. he actually did tricks while we were in our houses. And I was trying to figure out how did that card trick work? He's not even here. So right. <laughs> it, it should be up on our YouTube page or no, okay. no, I think there was a link. I'm not sure if that one is still available, but we still have a lot of things for a little bit older students. Mm -hmm. Um Miss Stephanie is doing surprise story times. And with that story time, you don't know where she's going to be. This week, oh, yes, okay. she was at Critchlow Alligator Sanctuary. And people got a behind-the-scenes look at all of the animals that they have there. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah, they come here. Well, we have programs usually with them. I remember it's been a while. My kids went to those, and they're older. You know, we Excuse were me. supposed to have them this spring break, but all of our spring break programming was canceled. So that was a way for us to work together with them without us, you know, actually having them here in person. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of fun. I'm just going to let you keep oh, rolling okay. with it. I know there's just so <laughs> there much. There is so much. And thank you for allowing me to go on and on about it because I'm so excited about the great work that our team has done. We've also collaborated with Lila Arboretum and they're kicking off our STEAM Tuesdays. And at 11 a.m., you probably saw Miss Katie. She was showing us how <laughs> ants work and she had like plates of food everywhere. And she showed us how the ants just kind of cover it and start eating. And it was pretty awesome. Or, or creepy. It depends on, you know, your <laughs> comfort level. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to uh, be there when she's doing it, but it's cool yeah. to see it on the screen. <laughs> yes, there you go. It's almost better if it's virtual for some of us, right? <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. And sometimes I can see it happening in my own kitchen. No, I don't want to say it. No. <laughs> they just come. I don't know what to do. They just come. But... Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something to you just now about that. Hmm. Oh, I know. STEAM. Remind us what that stands for. Because I don't think everybody knows. Science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. Yes, because I think they added that art recently. Yes. I mean, it used to be STEM. Mm -hmm. Now we've got STEAM. Yes. So we, I like we it. also are going to be partnering with the Air Zoo a little bit later on. And then we have partnered Ooh. with a teacher, one of my teacher friends. Her name is Rachel Miller. And she's kind of doing... a. Uh, not necessarily a wine in canvas because, you know, it's for kids, but, you know, 
It's kind of mm-hmm. like a canvas program where she shows you how to create art with things that you have at your home. So that's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, because we are, you know, I still don't really like going out, even though I know we are allowed. And, you know, now we are open, I guess, completely open. Right. So as of June 12th. <laughs> so my neighbors were having a yard sale. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Here we we go. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to take everybody, well, not everybody, but some of us, you know, a little bit longer because it was so crazy for us to go so far back, you know, with the stay at home, you know, and now to just have all this freedom. I think for some of us, it's going to be a process. Well, yeah, and some people just, they could not wait. And some of us were just cozy. (laughs) I started to. It just depends on the person. I really started to enjoy it myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do adapt. Yes. <laughs> Some of the other programs we have is um, on Wednesdays, we have Afternoon Adventures with Nicole and Alicia. And it's also Steam kind of themed. And mm-hmm. this week, I believe they had Diet Coke and Mentos. And oh. yeah, and you'll have to watch the video to see what happens with that. When you mix those yes. two things together. So, yeah, they had a great time. Are these interactive? I mean, if you wanted to get your own Mentos and Diet Coke, would you Would you know to? Yes. We gave uh, Miss Christine, our public relations librarian, we gave her all of the things that the public would need in order to participate. So they know in advance the things that they need before we air. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like it. The other thing that I want to talk about is mindfulness with Miss Courtney. That's on Thursdays at 4 p.m. And that's also for a little bit older of a child. But just mm-hmm. really teaching those stretches and those breathing exercises that help us to kind of unwind and calm down. Miss Courtney also incorporates books. And I think it is an amazing story time that we haven't done before. So I'm really excited about that program. So what kind of books? So you said a little bit older, but... Um, There's still picture books, but I think for them to really get the concept of breathing and stretching to calm down, that might be a little bit older, but you know, any age group could try it out. But she really does a great job with incorporating that and literacy at the same time. So if you haven't seen Miss Courtney... Check her out on Thursdays at 4 p.m. Well, I'm going to. And anything you miss. You know, we have several one-off programs. Um, We have Hampstead Stage coming back again. So if you've seen them before, that's someone that we've had previously. And they perform plays. And we also have Madcap is also coming with their puppets. So it's going to be (laughs) awesome. And then you guys, um, you had the... Wait, no, I have, I'm getting my dates mixed up, but the um, the spoken word, the poetry, yes, Connecticut. Connecticut. They start yes. on Monday, June 15th at 6 p.m. And they'll have a live performance that Monday, June 15th. And then they're going to be conducting two workshops every Monday after that. So that would be, let me check my calendar, the 22nd and the 29th. So you'll have to register, but then you'll get to work one-on-one with Kinetic Effect. So I think that's pretty amazing to have that opportunity. That is. Yes. <laughs> I like that. That's I'm like, oh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And so this uh, this will come out if, if all goes to plan uh, the day that this Kinetic Effect is going to be on the first time. So if you, 
you know, if you're listening to it in the morning or like at even 2 p.m., you may be able to like tune in at five. You said it was a it five? It was a six. Oh, it's yeah. six. Okay. Everybody, six. Don't listen to me. It's six. <laughs> I do want to plug a couple more things because we don't want to miss out, you know, on our teens. So Alicia, she is amazing. She loves working with teens. So she has two teen game nights scheduled on June 25th and July 23rd. I believe those are Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. So I think there's a link that you can register for. I'm pretty sure there is. And then she's going to have games that you guys can play with her for that scheduled period of time. So I think that is awesome. Yeah, those are Thursdays. I just looked at the calendar. Awesome. So pretty neat. Yeah. So, and, you know, everything's on the website. Yes. WillardLibrary.org. What else? Everything's on the Facebook page under yes. events. You should be able to find all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So, take your and, pick. And, you know, if you're not a virtual per- person, I do have to say that I have a goal for 700 children to participate in the summer reading program. So, even if you don't want to attend any of the programs, which I don't understand why you wouldn't, Please call us so we can get these summer reading logs out to you guys through the curbside pickup. You can participate. All age groups from zero all the way until 12th grade can participate in our summer reading program. So, Yes, and you can get those books yes. through curbside. You can call us and if you don't want to go on the website and put them on hold, which is how you would do it, or... Go into your app if you don't want to do that. You can call and put those books on hold. Read, 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 yes, read. Please, please, please. <laughs> okay, so speaking of uh, the weirdness right now, so we have no power right now. We haven't had power for days. And my kids were like, oh, we have to read actual books now. <laughs> my daughter's like, oh, I've almost, I almost finished with this really big book I had. And they used to read so much, right. you know, but then technology came and and they started kind of neglecting that. But it's nice to see them open an actual book. Yes. So you know, nice. I get so. that, you know, because I am old school and I like physical books. But, you know, at this point, if they're reading on a tablet or even if they're reading graphic novels, I'm just happy of the fact that they still enjoy it and love reading. Yeah. yeah. Whatever format yep, it is. Exactly. <laughs> I was afraid that they were watching mostly videos and things. They weren't like even reading books oh, on tablets. Okay. That's what was. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> right. It just seems like, you know, after a while, even myself, I felt like I was tired of looking at a screen. You know, we were doing the Zooms and oh, the Google yeah. Hangouts. It was like every day you had two or three of them. So I'm happy to actually see people in person now. Mm-hmm. And doesn't it feel like, okay, now, like for instance, since I don't have power, I kind of have to take a break from yes. that, you know. I think that's a good thing. I really mm-hmm. do. <laughs> yeah. Diversify yes. your life a little bit. Do some other things. Yes, get outside. <laughs> you know, I never yeah. have done this much walking around my neighborhood since I moved there three years ago. And I've walked around so much. I've got a little tan. So, <laughs> yes, huh? I really did. I got out of off the screen. That's very important and enjoyed the outside. Yes. Well, is there anything else that we need to know about? No, I just really, really hope that they watch some of our virtual programs, like and comment and share them on our Facebook or on your Facebook page. And then please, if nothing else, participate in the summer reading programs. Or do both. I mean, that's the ultimate. That's my challenge to you out there. Do both. 
Well, it was really nice yes. talking to you, and I think we caught up a little we bit, did. too. Even though I see you face-to-face now, it's really, <laughs> oh, it's nice. Everybody, I get to see everybody pretty much now. Not Maybe not everybody at, at one time, but so. <laughs> okay, Tanisha, thanks so much for um, oh, being yeah, on. Oh, yeah, no problem. Anytime. We, yeah, I will be watching some of that stuff, because even though I'm not a kid, I think it'll be it's fun. It's awesome. You will enjoy it. Have a good All day. All right. Bye. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks. And so as always, stay home as much as possible. Stay safe when you go out in the world. And uh, we will hopefully see you very soon. And maybe just for uh, delivering a curbside book, but hopefully in the library soon. Okay, bye. Oh, you're here.